This is an audio sermon recorded at Highway 71 Church of Christ in Alma, Arkansas. We are Christians seeking to worship God in spirit and in truth. We would love for you to worship with us at 1030 on Sunday mornings at 1808 Highway 71 North in Alma, Arkansas. First off, I'd just like to thank everybody for taking the time out of their week to be here to hear what I've prepared. I'd also like to thank Kaylin for leading Pierce My Ear. I know that song has kind of a funny title to some of us, but it's become my favorite song in the whole book over the few years we've lived here. Just, I think it's a beautiful song, and it talks about serving God and serving no other God. And that really, that theme will show up in my message tonight. Uh, I really hope everybody can take out of what I have to say tonight. Uh, And we're going to be looking over Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 6 tonight. So we're going to start off in verse 1 by itself because there's a word in it that we all need to make sure we understand before we move on to the rest of the passage. So verse 1 says, Take heed that ye do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. So if anyone is like me and has, you're hearing this passage for the first time, uh, you might be wondering what an alm is. So an alm is a good work or charitable deed. Now in the New King James Version, actually, the word alms is just replaced with charitable deeds in the first place. But an alm can be anything from praying, evangelism, to volunteering to serve others or works of charity, and they're usually fueled by compassion, especially towards the poor. Uh, James chapter 1, verse 27 says, pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So now that we understand what this word means, all of us hopefully, we're going to move on to the next five verses of this passage. So starting in verse 2, Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thine alms may be in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. So um, the idea this verse presents is not really that complex. It's talking about uh, basically how to do, how you should go about doing good deeds, and then how you shouldn't. It starts with how you shouldn't with, uh, give an example, do not sound your trumpet before thee. Basically, don't make, uh, don't do things in a loud manner or a boastful manner as these hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets because they're seeking the glory of men. And it says they have their reward. Now, what that's saying by they have their reward is they do receive a reward or what they see as a reward on earth, which is the praise uh, of other men and glory for themselves. And then when we get this example uh, of how we should do our alms, starting in verse 4, it says that 
our Father will, will see uh, the way we do these things, and he shall reward us openly. And a, an important thing I want us to take note of here is that it says our Father will reward us, and right off the bat we should know any reward from God is far beyond any reward we can receive from man. So the praise of men that these Pharisees, or well, these hypocrites are receiving in the synagogues or on the streets does not compare at all to the glory, well, not glory, but to the reward we get from God our Father. Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24 says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, as to the Lord, and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. We should do all things as if God is right there standing in front of us watching, because he really is. God can see everything we do as if he's right next to us, and we should behave as if as if he is. We often fail to do that because we can't see a physical manifestation of God watching us. If we truly serve the Lord with all our heart, mind, and soul, we will receive the inheritance of God, which is the greatest reward we can receive. We should seek the glory of God, not men. Now, in order to do our alms in a manner that's pleasing to God and that glorifies God, the most important thing is our intentions behind our good works and charitable deeds. Someone with the right intentions will do their alms strictly for the purpose of glorifying God and bringing more glory to God in the end. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 5 and 6 says, Bondservants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and sincerity of heart as to Christ. And I want to point out this word, bondservants, we are servants to God. God is our master. He should be our only master, and he is the only person that we should look to please. So that's just something to keep in mind when, well, with our intentions behind doing our good works. So going back to verses 5 and 6 again, I just want to read over these real quick before we move on. We read, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which is in secret shall reward thee openly. So, um, in order to have good intentions behind our alms or charitable deeds, we have to have humility. Humility is something we've all heard about before. It is a bringing down of oneself to make oneself lower. Matthew chapter 6, uh, further down the chapter that we're, our main text is from, verse 16, we read, Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thine Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. So, uh, it's, he's, giving, he's continuing this, Jesus is continuing this example of the hypocrites who do things that may inherently be good works, but they're, they're taking the the purpose out of it, which is to glorify God. You see, 
the hypocrites made themselves look sad. They disfigure their faces or they, they put on a show to make everyone feel sorry for them and think that they're doing such a, a great, difficult work for God, when in reality, this is not for the glory of God. This is for their own glory and for the praise of men. And then we get an example of how we should go about fasting. It tells us to anoint our heads and wash our faces to appear as if we're not even fasting because we don't need to appear a certain way to men so that they can see our good works. That's not the purpose of it. The purpose would be to glorify God. And it brings back this theme of, of God seeing in secret. God sees everything we do, and we will receive our reward in the end for our good, uh, for our good works. Luke chapter 18, starting in verse 10, reads, Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And this beating of his breast, that is a symbol of humility. Now, this Pharisee is a perfect example of what we shouldn't do, how we shouldn't go about our good works, because he, it's not humble the way he's going about it. Maybe he, maybe he did do good things, but he's defeating the purpose of it. Um, this, this tax collector is a perfect example of how we can humble ourselves and how, how our attitude we should have about our works and about our blessings that God has given us. Continuing in verse 14, we read, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. Talking about the tax collector right there. For, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. So anyone who exalts themselves on earth will be humbled in the future, and anyone who humbles themselves here will be exalted by God. James chapter 4 verse 10 says, Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. An example we can take note of is John the Baptist. John the Baptist was a great man in the eyes of God. He did many great works, but as soon as Jesus came along, John cleared the way for Jesus. He knew what needed to be done for the overall glory of God. So he stepped out of the way and made the way for Jesus. Now, while it is important to be humble in our alms, we need to make sure that we're not wasting the opportunity we're given to inspire others with good works. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16 say, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We have a responsibility to let others see our good works because we are the light of the world. We can inspire others. But we have to make sure we do this with the correct intentions and we can still show our works in a humble manner. Notice how in verse 16 it says that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. 
what humble servant of the Lord would not want more people to glorify God? That's our purpose, is to bring glory to God. So we should do everything for God, not for our own praise, not for the praise of man. We shouldn't do anything in a, any good works in a boastful manner as if it's for us. When giving alms, we should focus on what God wants and what he commands us to do instead of the praise of men. Now, before we close, I want to give some examples. First, I want to give an example of um, someone in the Bible who was not humble in their good work, and then I want to give an example of how we can be humble in our good works. So, in the Bible, this is a very short reference, but Moses struck a rock to provide water to the Israelites, and he made it all about himself, not the glory of God. This was a great thing that God provided water, but Moses made it about himself. Whereas, um, well, in the example of how we can apply this in modern times is the workplace. So, let's say your boss wants you to do something. And maybe your boss is not doing it in the most efficient way, and you know that. You probably want to do it the right way, but your boss is in charge of you. You know, you, don't, you can't just dispute every decision the person in charge of you tells you. So, a good way to be humble in our modern times is to submit to authority. We can, you know, maybe it's not that big of a deal. Maybe we can bring ourselves down for just a moment and just power through it and deal with it. And an example, um, another example is about, well, not necessarily being humble, but how we can do our alms in a way that's pleasing to God and is for the glorification of him. When we go, when we eat in public, when we pray before our meal, whether it be at school, in the workplace, or at a restaurant, we should never be ashamed to pray. However, we shouldn't, do, we shouldn't pray just for the sake of people seeing that we're a Christian. Oh, like, oh, he's praying. He's such a great, great Christian. You know, that's not, that's not the purpose of it. We, we should do, there is an in-between for good works. There's a zone between hiding or being secretive with our charitable deeds or good works and being boastful about it for our own glory. And someone with a true heart of humility will be able to find that in-between where we can just glorify God with our good works. But this is all I've prepared tonight. Uh, I hope this study has been as beneficial to everyone in here as it has been to me. We haven't spoken on the first principles, but if anybody wants to be baptized or, and have their sins forgiven, or if anyone has just a need for prayers from the church in general, we invite you forward as we stand and sing. We hope you have enjoyed this message recorded at Highway 71 Church of Christ. If you have questions concerning this message or would like to set up a study, please call 479-647-2658. May God bless you.